Hello everyone and welcome to Force Feelings Emotions, the greatest and best podcast ever known to man, uh, where we wrap up some of the weekly news that has happened in the week, you know, that thing, and give our headline and title above. Uh, let's introduce our favourite guest, Dan, how you doing? Uh, hello, I'm good, how are you? What have you been up to recently? Uh, well, been quite busy at work, I'm stressed out, uh, but I have been, have used my free time to watch, uh, I watched The Gentleman on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, it's pretty good. I was a bit confused at the start what was happening. Did you enjoy um, ah, oh, what's his fucking name? Hugh Grant's portrayal of yeah, that was pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah. I was really confused what was happening. I mean, yeah, eventually I got I understood what was happening. They're telling the story, and then yeah, because the they start at the close to the end, and then it all loops back around. But you get it. It's, it's I liked it. It's yeah, really I liked film. it. I, I don't know if I would go watch it straight again like you did. But I would. Oh, I, I I just had to get my friend to go see it because I knew he'd love it. I would watch it again on another time. Yeah, it's one of my favorite films of the year so far. And then the new Watch Dogs came out. Yes, how was that? Have you played any? I I've played it. I mean, I'm I've always been a big fan of the Watch Dogs franchise. Uh see, I liked it as well, but I only played the first one and bits of pieces of the second one. Not really a big amount. But you've played both. You've played all of them, haven't you? Or you've now played all of them. And what do you think? Is it good, bad? It is good. I've liked the gameplay. I've only kind of done the start of it so far. So we'll see if certain things... How many hours are you in? About ten? No, no. About two or three hours. Ah, so you're not even going hard on it. I'm busy. I work full time and I've got podcasts to do. (sighs) Well, I managed to do stuff as well. Uh, The only sort of bad thing about it is the lip syncing on the voices. Oh, really? Yeah, so the game uses AI to create new NPCs and create different voices for all of them. Oh, so it's probably a bit buggy on... Yeah, so the voices don't quite sync up all the time. But, you know, you have to have a trade-off if you can have thousands of NPCs you can play as. Yeah, because you can play as everyone. Yeah, and each of them got their own voice. How does that work? Do you just go up to someone and recruit them? or? Yeah, so you open up your app, say, oh, I want to save them to recruit. And if they like the organization called DeadSec... Um, then mm-hmm. you can just recruit them straight away. If not, then you have to kind of earn their trust. Right. And then once you earn their trust, you do like a tit for tat, like saying, oh, if you, so someone said, um, my best friend went missing, could you go find him? Right. So dead sick goes to find them, and then you say, oh, thanks, thanks for helping me. You, you could repay us by joining us, and then they join you. Uh, okay. And what happens if you run out of people? Can you ever run out of people to, um, like, if you die over and over again, you get switched to a new character, don't you? Um, there's different settings. So, one setting is permadeath. Right. Where if you die as a character, you lose character completely. If you have that disabled, they go to jail. Ah. Uh, and then you can recruit barristers or policemen to shorten the jail time. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but if you have permadeath enabled, they're basically just dead straight away. And you have a hardcore mode where each player dies... And then if you run out of players, the game's end. Okay. So you've been enjoying it then? I have enjoyed it so far. So I've only done like three hours in it so far. But we'll get weekly updates on how you're progressing. Yeah. How many characters you've killed so far? Have you killed anyone yet? Only once. So you've had a character die or are you doing permadeath? I'm not doing permadeath because I wanted the sort of arrest thing feature because then Paris is actually useful. We'll have to keep checking in on how many people you've fucked up and let go to jail. Yeah. I've only been really doing uh, a bit more uh, rogue company 
on PlayStation uh, with some friends, just because I quite enjoy that game. I don't know if I'm going to do it this week, but at some stage I've got some footage saved up and I'm going to probably post it to my YouTube channel if anyone wants to have a check out on that, at Frankenstein Gaming. Um, but yeah, that's about it for gaming. I'm guessing you've watched The Mandalorian Season 2 Episode 1? Yeah, I watched it this morning. Mm. And what do you think? It's pretty good. Uh, I mean, of course, serve a new season, so it's not as big hyped as it was at the end of the last season. Yeah. Did you... Um, see the twist coming at the end what like the very last scene the twist that it wasn't actually Django. uh is it Django or boba fett it's boba fett isn't but i mean i i kind of saw it coming because i was like i kind of knew that the that character is in it from the like headlines and everything but then it's potential that it's not actually boba fett it's um one of the clone troopers because they're, they're, they're all clones of him so it one of them survives from like Clone Wars or something, uh, and because it's um, I think from Ahsoka Tana, um, from Clone Wars or Rebels or whatever it is, and she's in, supposedly going to be in this season of The Mandalorian. It's rumored that it's not Boba Fett; it's actually uh, Captain Rex, I think, from Clone Wars or whatever it is. So it might not actually be Boba Fett as much as people want it to be. I was kind of hoping that they wouldn't do Boba Fett. Because it's just the easy way out. And I was kind of happy when they had that random dude just in the armor. I, I've not seen a, a lot of Star Wars. Because you know I've only watched it this year. Oh, I've not watched any of Clone Wars. No, no, no me neither. But I mean, like, just Star Wars in general. Whatever those shows been, it's all fresh in your mind. I don't remember. I watched it. All of it's all jumbled up. It just blurs together, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's all one story. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, I, I recently watched episode two again. Because we've been doing it um in our house for like family film night and whatnot and we've just been watching all the star wars stuff again because my mum hadn't real uh, hadn't seen them since they came out and so i was just like oh well i've got disney plus we could just watch them i haven't watched the star wars stuff in a while so we've just been doing that recently and we just got around to uh watching we've watched all of them like all of the originals all of the prequels we swapped back around to the prequels because it was just like well, i don't really want to watch the prequels straight away <laughs> Uh, and also it's just like my mum was more of a fan of the originals so we went started at the originals went into the sequels and then flipping back around to the prequels um but yeah did you have anything you wanted else to discuss with the mandalorian oh, i think that's it just a good start look forward to next week's right what do you think of the big old dragon thing that they were trying to hunt a lot of people died a lot of the sandman that the scene where they had the the sandman and i don't know what the, the creature's called like the elephant hairy elephant creature they try to sacrifice it, and then the dragon thing just comes and eats the Sandman instead. And you see the um, hairy <laughs> elephant walk off. Let's move on to ba 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 dum bum. What does this exist? Why does what this does exist? this? Why does this exist? Yeah. Fuck! Get okay. up. <laughs> well, we won't be using that as an intro anymore. <laughs> uh, so what's what's on our what's why does this exist list? Well, I saw this week that everyone. Well, remember ages ago when Xbox did the good big reveal event. About yep. the Xbox Series X, and everyone said it's like a fridge. Well, yep. Xbox countered that by making an Xbox fridge. Yes, I saw this, and my god, is it the saddest fucking attempt at being cool with the kids? I like it. I think it's cool. I hate it. It's so dumb. It's cool, and you can win it as well. Yeah, I know, but it's so. I want it. I don't like it. It doesn't even look like a good fridge. It's just a block. It's cool. So annoying. Imagine if Sony came around and went, here's a Wi-Fi router that looks like our PlayStation 5. You'd, you'd just go, no. 
No, 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 no. I think they can release a Wi-Fi router. It's actually useful. It's such a big fridge as well, and it's just... It was, uh, that's true. If it was a bit smaller, maybe. If they made it a mini fridge, that would be more funny. But it's the fact that it's a full-scale fridge. It's just dumb. But next on our Why Does This Exist list is a 50 terabyte hard drive coming out from... Ex- uh, fr- uh, potentially coming out from Sega uh, in 2026 is when they're expected that they'll be able to do it. It seems absolutely pointless to me. See, I think it's useful if you could condense it down that it actually worked in stuff properly. Because I think it's going to cost a fucking grand and a half, maybe, upwards. I would understand if it was like a massive server, like the FBI use or someone like that use, or Netflix. But for an average consumer, which I think needs to be a market to that, it seems completely redundant. For a COD fan, it's useful. Well, no, but at that point, you should just buy a smaller SSD. No, for a COD fan, it's useful because COD's newest games are coming up to 250. So if you want any COD game in the future, you'll need a massive hard drive. But let's move on to headliners, starting with Assassin's Creed's getting a TV series on Netflix. I have never played Assassin's Creed. I've played a couple. I've watched the movie and I quite enjoyed the movie when it came out. I'd be interested in the world of Assassin's Creed if they did it right. Because it's just... It would just be a cool assassin show where they just go around. And also they've got the future stuff where it's the Animus and everything. And you go and you can go in the future and you can do parkour shit. And just have dumb, weird people who do parkour for some odd reason. People think that's cool. Uh, let's move on to uh, Moon Knight in the Marvel Cinematic Universe has potentially found its lead role actor uh, in Oscar Isaac. And that's about it. It's not confirmed, but Screen Rant came out and said that it was confirmed. And it was just like, Screen Rant is such a shitty website at this point. Because it's just... I was looking at it going, every other thing is saying is he's in talks. And it was just like, Screen Rant, it's confirmed! He's definitely doing it. And then it could come out tomorrow that it's like, no, he's not. Let's go on to the next one. Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed. uh, Till December 20th? Isn't it? It's December 10th. It's sometime in December. I think it got pushed back 21 days from its set release date. And I know you're looking forward to I this am. game. And a, f- a funny thing happened about the Cyberpunk. Someone DM'd them saying, I'm booking off this day to for holiday. And then CD Projekt Red's uh, news uh, Twitter handle thing went, yeah, that's fine. Book it off. There will be no more delays. And then the next day it was delayed. Um, that's not really their fault because they have a social media manager and apparently their um team didn't even know it was going to get delayed until like the day of the delay what do you think caused delay um from what they've said they're just it's the fact that they're trying to get it across nine different platforms because they're trying to make it run on playstation playstation 5 xbox xbox one x one xbox series s uh they're trying to get it to run on pc they're trying to get it to run on a lot of different platforms and they're and because of they're all doing it from home, they're not at the studio. It's causing a bit of internal problems trying to get stuff finished. Uh, even I know that they said the game's gold, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the game's not finished. Because even when a game gets uh, gold, that's the base of the game. But you can still make improvements later on, add stuff. Like every game now is basically ships having bugs because it's just not possible to not do it but uh the thing that pisses me off about this is they all the developers and stuff get death threats and it's just like i mean the, the developers were i believe were working six days a week 
Yeah, that there's definitely been a big crunch problem that they've been having um, for the game. But it's every game. And I know it's not a good thing to... F- but a lot of people want to do it uh, because they care and love the game so much and they want to put the hours in. But it's up to the studio to say, no, we shouldn't. You have a standard amount of working week and you should be doing this and you should be taking breaks. And it's a very complicated issue in terms of like crunch um, because it's something that happens and it's poor time management on the studio's behalf because you can avoid crunch if you manage and you don't put a delay, a date that you have to put it out by and then you keep moving that date because you're trying to avoid crunch. It's poor time management, basically, from the higher-ups. But it's like COD. Every COD has a crunch period. Um, The Last of Us 2. The Last of Us 2 was highly uh, criticised because of its crunch, even though basically all of the people working there basically said, no, I wanted to do the crunch. I wanted to put the extra hours in, but they sh- they technically shouldn't be doing it because they're working 60 hours a week and they're not seeing their families and stuff like that. But it's like, I, even if you um talk to like developers, they want to kind of do it because they care. And it's, um, it's just, it seems like such a weird backwards logic to attack the developers of a game you're looking forward to because the game gets delayed because they're trying to make it better. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. It seems it seems stupid to me to attack someone for trying to make the best game that they can be just because I get people are booking off holidays, but you should you should you really be booking off a holiday for a video game? It seems kind of sad to do that. Like I I don't have my I'm getting the PlayStation 5 on the fifth uh, on a Thursday. I'm not booking off the Thursday and the Friday just to play the PlayStation 5 even though I'm looking forward to it. Because I'm just like, it's not worth it to me. I guess people have limitations in when they can play it and stuff and they want to book it off. I get that. But you shouldn't be mad at the studio. I know that they've said in the past that they won't have any more delays. And it's kind of... I, it's, it's very fucking complicated. Because it's, it's so many things that could have been avoided if they just not put the date. And because of Corona, it's delayed everything in there. I'm booking off some days for games releases. But that's because I have a lot of holidays using. Yeah, I'd imagine if you have holiday booked up, but if you're like limited on your holiday and you 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 have to book it weeks in advance, like some places make you do. Like I had to book off my holiday like at least a month before it happens, just because then you you not clash because um because of coronavirus, everyone basically saved up a bunch of holiday days, and now it's all coming back at the tail end of the year, and everyone's trying to book off all those days, and it's just like well. We can't have no one working here because we need people to work. And it's just like, so I get it. I get it. But don't fucking send death threats to developers. Yeah, they don't deserve it. They work hard. It's just, yeah, they're working hard and they're just trying to make a game that you'll love. And when it comes out, it'll be better because of the delays, not because they they want to piss you off. They, they I doubt they wanted to do the delay, but they were just like, well, if we le- release it and it's shit at launch, people are going to fucking just destroy us basically and they're just like well we have a high reputation of making very good video games and we don't want to let people down and it's probably better than them having to patch it on day one also it does help me a little bit because there's a lot of games come out at the same time yeah there's a lot of this even though it's basically the most anticipated game of the year in terms it is the biggest game and it's like well would you rather the biggest game of the year gets hit by like cod 
as well and all of the other games that are coming out at the point destiny 2 is coming out close to that release date as well spider-man game as well spider-man all of the launch titles for playstation 5 and xbox series x and one s or whatever it is yeah, let's just move on to the next one because that one's just a frustrating me. Uh, let's go on to another game that's having issues. Is Halo Infinite had its director leave? Uh, head of director of the game leave the studio. Uh, I think they're still working at Microsoft, but they're not working under the Halo title anymore. And that's about all we know, really. Like that game's had a bunch of directors leave the game, and yeah, they've delayed it till next year. It's no longer a launch title. Uh, it looks it looked pretty bad from the trailer that they showed off at the e3 event or was it one of the one of their social events the first time we see it in action it looked a bit flat and had no real oomph and it was like trying to emulate the original game's visuals um but like also trying to upgrade the graphic capabilities and it just looked weird what did you think of that trailer it looked awful i thought it was a special 60 game yeah it just didn't look very, I, I, I had a massive rant in the fucking Facebook thread that we had where it was just like, look at this compared to like Destiny 2. And it was just like, as, like it was just like, look like a, pe- like, I don't, I didn't get why people were excited about this Halo game from the looks of it. Because they were like, oh, it looks like a, it looks like classic Halo. And I was just like, classic Halo looks like garbage compared to what current, and it's just, it's a triple A launch title game trying to sell a hard, like a, a Xbox that is supposedly the most powerful Xbox in, or most powerful console. And you're running a game that looks like bad, like looks like a PS2 game. And it's like, is this the really the thing you want trying to sell your console? console to people as being the most powerful like spider-man looks incredible and that's running on playstation 5 and that's not even the powerful thing and you've got an xbox halo infinite going looking like a xbox 360 game and it's like i think it's because xbox is being hindered by the fact that they're trying to get it to run across all of their products and it's trying to make it run at high fidelity on all of them because they have they're held back by the xbox one s and they're held back by the xbox one x and they're held back by the Xbox 360. Well, I know that's not coming out on the Xbox 360, but they're held back by that sort of past generation because they've got to they've got to try they got to try and make a game that runs on all of them properly. Like every game outsources stuff to like third-party developers just to get stuff done. But apparently, this game's having tons and tons of its actual game exported because of Corona and everything. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna find um, games making full use of the console hardware. Till about two, three years. Uh, you wanted to talk about AMD versus NVIDIA. I know you don't know much about it, but it is a big thing that's happened. I know bits and pieces, but I know that the current uh, NVIDIA line is incredibly powerful. It, it is. Uh, the new one's coming out. And then AMD has basically come out and matched them, but dropped the prices, from what I can tell. NVIDIA released theirs in September. Yeah, so they had a big bot problem because they've got no sort of security authentication on their website. It's like everyone, PlayStation, Xbox all got sold out because of massive bot problems because they know people want them. So that happened and then the 3090 was released at $1,500. And wasn't that much better than the standard one? No, it was. It was quite... Yeah, but it wasn't I wouldn't say it was massive markup like $700 more. That's what I mean. It wasn't. It wasn't worth the extra cash. No, not not that much extra cash. Because it was only like ten percent more powerful. Like seven hundred quid more for ten percent isn't really a value. Uh, and then the thirty eighty, 
was I can't remember how much it was dollars, but it was like six hundred and it was f- it was the same price as the PlayStation Five. No, 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 wasn't that, it? And then that was the, the five. There was the six hundred and ninety nine one. Then there was the four ninety nine one. Yeah, so the six ninety nine one was the thirty eighty standard one, which was very good at the time. Blew everyone away. Uh, and then the thirty seventy came out, which was four ninety nine, which is still a very good value card. Um, yeah. And then all of them sold out immediately. Cost of a console. Like, yep. soon as, you, as soon as it came out, refresh the page, gone. There's no chance. PlayStation wasn't quite that bad. You did have... No, it, it did crash. <laughs> it crashed Amazon, which is... I, I spent 15 minutes refreshing a crashed page just to get... Well, as far as I was aware, because when I was looking at it, it was in stock for an hour. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I literally got it and went... I, I wasn't as keen as you were, and I was like, oh yeah, I just want to see how quickly it sells out. I think it sold out within an hour. Nah, it sold out way before that. It sold out within like 30 minutes, I'm pretty sure. Because from what I... If you're, if you're counting the 50 minutes that the site crashed and you couldn't get on, but it sold out real quick. Yeah, and then AMD revealed their CPUs. Uh, two days ago. No, that was ago. the start of October. Like the 20... CPUs. Oh, they, no, they announced that they were going to do an event. Yes, yeah, so there are two events. There's one event for the CPUs and one event for the GPUs. So the CPUs came out and they blew everyone away. And then the GPUs came out. And this year they... Because AMD, at the moment, the only company to do CPUs and GPUs. So they've now got a feature called Smart Access Memory, which allows the CPU to access pretty much all of the GPU GRAM, which is 16 gigabytes of VRAM, which increases performance by 6-10%, which is, which is kind of blowing NVIDIA out of the proportion at the minute. And also AMD are doing the next-generation consoles. Uh, however, these ones... Are way more powerful than them. But they're both of the same architecture, though. Yeah. Which is how the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox are running so far. So the first one they revealed was a 6800 XT, which had yep. about the same performance as a 3080, but $50 cheaper. Right. Uh, yeah. Then they revealed the budget, well, budget, quotation marks, of the 6800, which was $579. Right. So a bit more expensive than the... So it's about $80 more than 3070. But it was more powerful than 3070. Also, the 3070 only has 8 gigabytes of VRAM. So I don't know if, how much you know about VRAM or anything. Not much. Explain it to our audience. if they. I don't know much about either, but as far as I'm aware, it's sort of like... The, the, the bigger density of pixel sizes, so 4K, whatever, the more VRAM you need to cope with it. And if you have a right. bigger FOV, you need more VRAM as well. So 8 gigabyte okay. isn't really future-proof. As in, for example... No, especially every game is... I've currently got 8 gigabytes of VRAM and Watch Dogs Legion Max out. Running on right. 1080p. On whatever you're on. Yeah, it's a 1080p. It maxed out on that, which is kind of mental. Yeah. So having a 3070 at 8 gigabytes of VRAM isn't future-proof at all. Which is why everyone is supposed to be a bit cautious about it, the, the good price of it, is because it hasn't got that extra VRAM. And then they mm. released the 6900 XT which had matched the same performance as the 3090 and was $500 cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing that everyone was blown away by, was the price of the big one. And then, yeah, and now it's like, oh, okay then. AMD just, they've done... Just... Because AMD has never been at this point before. They've always been lacking behind. They Yeah, they've always been behind from what I could tell, because I know someone who I work with who's a big PC person, and when the uh, NVIDIA ones came out, he was like... This is going to be either a horrible defeat for AMD or AMD is going to come out and just either crush them 
and I, I, I haven't spoken to him yet because he wasn't at work since the announcement, but I look forward to talking to him about this because it's going to be like, he's going to be very happy with yeah. AMD's price ranges. Uh, also, I, I, I imagine they've got more Yeah, so the other of... thing uh, they're sort of promising is the counterbots. There's a lot of verification you have to do. So you have to put in... Yeah. There's only one graphics card can be delivered to an address and the phone number and your email. And it's like there's loads of verification that to, to counterbot. Yeah. So in theory, it'd be a lot harder you for bots to do You should be it. able to get one, which will be a benefit. So if, if, if yeah. um, AMD can now counter the bots and has a higher availability, they will completely smash NVIDIA. Hmm. Uh, also, they're releasing some more graphics cards in January, which are the more budget options of the 6700 XT and the 6700. Ah, okay. Didn't which are the ones that I'm interested in, because that is going to be more 1080p gaming. Yeah, because you're not running... You're not looking for, you're not looking for 4K no, not, or anything. No, not really. Like I mean, like, I've got a 4K TV, but I'm not, not fussed about what you're running on it. Nah. Um, shall we move on to the next one? Uh, the next one is Sony might buy Crunchyroll for an estimated $1 billion, which I looked at this and went... What is Sony doing? Microsoft's just come out and bought Bethesda for seven point five billion, and now for like a gaming platform, and Sony's going to buy an anime platform for one billion dollars, and I'm just like, Sony, put that money to studios. You've got less money than Microsoft are already. And you're gonna spend one. You're gonna spend one billion on an anime. I know. Gamers have a reputation for liking anime, but come on! Like I've I've got Crunchyroll, so I don't I I I I don't Mike I know our friend Mike just bought the um, premium for Crunchyroll as well. So I mean, but apparently um, the rumor is that if Sony did this, they'd tie Crunchyroll into the PlayStation Plus subscription. So if you had a PlayStation Plus subscription, you'd get Crunchyroll for free. So I don't know how beneficial that is to people. But I mean, anime—it's a thing. I I enjoy some stuff on uh, on Crunchyroll. My favorite anime of all time because it's a comic based on—it's uh, an anime based on a comic that I've read uh, called Tower of God is on there, and ah, oh, it's so good. People need to watch it. If anyone if anyone's got Crunchyroll and they they like anime and stuff, watch Tower of God on uh, Crunchyroll because it's just amazing, and I love that comic. Um, moving on. I think that's all yeah, we have to say. Yeah, I've you. an anime, yeah so. you, you're not an anime boy, no. are you? No, I'm not that much. I just, I really enjoy Tower of God, and that's about it. There's some weird titles on Crunchyroll that, I, that that throw me through a loop, and I'm just like, what is this? There's one called, like, is it okay to keep a girl in a dungeon or something Okay, like let's that? move on. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what is this? What are these anime titles? There's a, a reincarnated as a slime. I'm just like, what? Uh, let's move on to Black Ops Cold War. We've been speaking a bit about COD recently. The The speculation is that it's going to be a 250 gig on a PC. Well, no, no, no. That, that is the um, that is for the whole uh, ultra ray tracing settings. Normal. Normal's still mad. Normal's 175. But yeah. COD's, CODs are crazy nowadays. And I don't know why, because they're not that visually... Well, what actually in, is in that game? I don't know, because they're not... I think it's just all the 
animations and shit that I don't they know, have. What could it be? I reckon it's the animations. I, I uninstalled the campaign and the co-op on PC because I found that you can do that. And it was still 175 gigabytes left. Yeah. The thing I think it is, is the way that um, you have to do... Uh, the current standard of how games are created. When you create something, you have to create like four or three different textures for each thing. Because you have to have it from far away, close, and um, like medium distance. Which is, so you have to create three different sprites. So that's when you get the transition. When you go up to a rock and something, you get this really ultra clean, high definition picture. That's the high up resolution. Then when you go further away, you get the sort of lower resolution. And then when you go further away, you get like the sort of grainy, sort of lower textured. Um, but the the thing with um, I think Unreal Engine Five, which is coming out, is that they've made it so that the you don't have to do that. The um, the big selling point of Unreal Engine 5 is it's just one um, one standard like image that's a high-res image, and then it will stay that image size, but they'll like reduce the quality as it goes further back. So you don't have to create as many texture packs, basically, is I think the big selling point of Unreal Engine. And that's why I imagine what the big problem with like COD is, because they have to have every gun skin. They have to have... But yeah, that's I think the big problem with COD is you have to have a gun animation, you have to have a, like a karate animation for when you do a takedown or something. They just keep filling it with unnecessary animations and all of those have to be stored somewhere. They all have to have like, if you had an option to take away all of the animations on the game, I I reckon they'd take about 20 gigs off. Yeah. Just it's still for a lot. the amount of... Yeah, but I mean... You take away all the unnecessary things, like, like strip it down to its bare basics, and I reckon it would be like a standard COD, like a uh, Black Ops 3 or something, where it's like 100 gigs, whereas, or like a Destiny 2, like a 100 gig game, which is still big, but it would it would strip a lot of the unnecessary bulk off the game if they did it. I think a lot of it's going to do with Warzone as well, because there's a lot of 3D stuff to that Warzone. Because you've got the um, subway stations now, and there's like a lot of there's a lot of depth to it. It's not just flat or like mountainy. It's a lot of embedded stuff in it, like all the bunkers as well, and and they're all fully detailed. I reckon it's just all the loot boxes. If they got rid of the loot boxes, it would go down to ten gigs. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They've, they, they've just they've just filled the game with loot boxes, and that's too much. All the animations for the loot boxes is draining down the hard drive capacity. Uh, speaking of loot boxes, India is uh, banning PUBG uh, and whatnot. And also EA is being fined 10 million in the Netherlands over loot boxes. You- India is banning PUBG because of loot boxes. Because it's it's loot boxes and everything because they don't like loot boxes. And also I think China is involved with PUBG I mean, well. loot boxes are bad. Can we just get rid of all of them completely anyway? Yeah, I hate them. I hate fucking season passes as well. Those can shove a dick. Um, but yeah, I think I think EA getting fined ten million is nothing to them. But I think the Netherlands has basically outright banned loot boxes in that country. So if you have a game there, you can't get loot boxes. And I think every country in the world should do the exact same thing because it's it's standardized gambling basically. And children do it, and it's just bad for that. And I don't, I don't know why every 
fucking government in the world does because governments don't understand fucking video games and don't understand loot boxes so it's just like what is this why why are my kids spending 20 grand on a fucking box to get a skin and it's like because you're allowing the fucking kids to play i don't like loot boxes and i do think we should get rid of them i think you could do them right but you shouldn't you should have to earn points in the game not buy credits to buy them oh yeah i think the better way of doing it is like a battle pass system so like rocket leagues are changed from loot boxes as well uh, they, yeah. they change from loot boxes I mean, to blueprints i still don't like the way rocket league does it because they just give you blueprints and that you can't earn any points to actually unlock the blueprints you have to pay money to unlock i feel like the it'd be good it'd be nice if they had like a point system to do it but i'm happy to have yeah that's what i mean to have the crates well um on a fucking rogue company you can earn points to buy unlock characters or you can pay for the characters using money. I think that's, yeah that's good but at doing it that's what i mean if you do it so you actually when you play the game you progress and you earn points to unlock it then it works as a better system but the, they always have these things where you can do it or you can pay money and just instantly get it and it's just like don't give the option i know you want money like cod makes a billion a year just from loot boxes basically I think Activision's bottom line was just loot boxes, and because they own um, the people who make Candy Crush, King, they earn billions just from that, from people paying for Candy Crush. Like, the reason they bought Candy... Like, Candy Crush is the biggest, uh, I think, acquisition ever. Let's just move on. Spider-Man's going into... Um, Spider-Man, the Spider-Verse skin is going onto the Miles Morales version of the game. I think that's quite cool, because I love that skin design, or suit design. From the movie. Uh, and it's like actually shaded in the way of the movie, which is kind of cool. I didn't expect them to do that. But yeah, other than that, let's just move on. So <laughs> let's move on to big one. Yep. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Big one. I, I, I will work on making <laughs> some jingles at some point. If anyone in the community can work on a better jingle, well, fucking hell, we, we could use some well, help. We need jingles. Because none of us are musically talented. Nah. Well, you know, I've got ideas. I've got ideas on how to do it. Not good to uh-huh. do it well, but I've got how to do it at some point. Well, we'll let you do them, and then if anyone from the community can think of a better one, we'll, we'll use theirs. Get some community interaction. Yeah. Uh, so the big one this week that we decided to do was uh, on the topic of, like, looter shooters. Because we've got Destiny 2's update, Beyond Light, coming out soon. Uh, there's been an update on Anthem. Uh from Bioware saying detailing its game plan and how they're going to try and fix that mess of a game from 2018 or 2019. When did that game come out? It was 2018, right? Yeah. Like end of 2018? It was 2018. Yeah, and you've heard nothing no, since. No, I, I didn't even finish the game. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't play it because it just kept crashing on my console and I was just like, this isn't fun. Like, that was my one opportunity to play Iron Man before they announced the Marvel's Avengers game and then I was just like, Oh, I, I they think the problem it. was just it was a bit convoluted, really. Well, no, what happened was they didn't actually have a game plan. Basically, they changed, they scrapped, they had six years of developing it. The last year, they actually worked on the game. Right. Yeah, it just, just seems, it's like they, Destiny, really, cause, unfinished when it first came out. Yeah, but Destiny was at least playable. That's true. Like, I, I played Destiny at launch. Just a story which of is Destiny. One of the games, yeah, I... Yeah, they they worked on. They've been working on Destiny and updating and improving Destiny. I think Activision was the biggest hindrance to them in terms of 100%. Destiny because they, 
like since Destiny, well, I still have problems with how they're doing Destiny Two, but the the way that the Taken King basically reinvigorized the entire series of Destiny is one of the best comeback stories of all time for a video game. Uh, but yeah, we've we've played some looter shooters, uh, and we're just going to talk about some of them that we've played, starting basically with Destiny. Uh, some of the funnest moments I've ever had in a video game. That's true. My second favorite game of all time. So. I'm the same as you. When I bought Destiny 1 when it first came out, I think I bought on day one release. But yeah. I... I... It was the first video game that I actually purchased with myself because it was... I was... I just turned 16 and it was the first game that I could purchase as a 16-year-old. What did you think of the base game? I was confused. I enjoyed it. I loved the campaign. Yeah, I don't care what anyone says. I was so engrossed because when I first saw the trailer... I was so up for that game. I literally just went and, like, day one, I went, ran to game, purchased it. I bought a PlayStation 4 because of Destiny from the trailers. I was just all up about that game. And when I got it, I played it, and I loved it. And then no one else played it, and I just, I had to drop it because no one else I knew played Destiny. And then I had to go and fucking pay half of the price for Mike to go buy it. I'd convinced James to go get it, and then I found out you had it, and then we all started playing it. Plastic played it, Allison, whatnot, and that's when it actually started to get more fun. Because it's 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 as much as they claim that you can do it solo, it's definitely a game that you want to play with friends. Really, you need to have a a, a big friend group really to have it. I I don't yeah. even think that we have a big enough friend group to do it. No, we do, but no one I mean, plays like, it. Things, we like six the, people do it. There's six, we have six people, but it's just no one plays it at the same time. Because what happens is people play it. Or what happened was I had to try and convince everyone to play. And then another game at the same time, which came, well, a game that came out later, which is another looter shooter that we'll talk about later, Division, was the hardest game to try and get one of my friends to come off of to play Destiny 2. But um, we'll talk about the Division later on, but uh, we'll stick with Destiny at the moment. It was a pain in the ass trying to get people to play it because basically what happens is people play Destiny um, and they try and do it solo and then they run out of things to do or get bored because it's a grind and it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where to go. The loading times in that game are atrocious. Uh, They've sort of... They still haven't improved them in Destiny 2. They're still long as fuck, but they've at least made a workaround where the map actually loads and you can actually do shortcuts and quick load-ins and everything. But trying to get people to play it was the hardest point because people went and played it on their own and got bored. And it's meant to be played as a group and you have to have fu- you're meant to have conversations and fuck about. And if anyone wants to see some of our actual gameplay... I have some videos up on my channel where we try and do Crota, which is one of the, my favorite videos of all time, because it's just us just hating each other because we're all doing it wrong. I don't remember that. No one watch can... it again. Yeah, it's great. I love it because it's just me, you, and James um, having like I don't have all my like at at the I have on Destiny. I have like the Red Death. I had a class on Destiny where I was just invincible. Because I had a gun that regen my health. I had a sniper that regen my health. I had warlock which could regen health. I was just unkillable if I went into anything. And I didn't have any of that when I was playing on that account. Or on my other account. Uh, it was just basically... I, I, I was stronger but I, I didn't have the benefits of whatnot. 
Um, I was just basically, it was just a bunch of hoot nanny, and I was just like, I, I still enjoy it. It's just, I want the Red Death to come back to Destiny 2. I mean, it might do. But I hope it does. That would be such a good thing to have. Um, but there's so many good things. I liked Rise of Iron as well. I like the Rise of Iron update because that was the Seaver update and I love the Seaver design. I would love them to add that back somehow. I think it's speculated that they might do because there's ships with Seaver on. My ship on Destiny 2 is Seaver based. Uh, and with uh, like Lord Saladin still returning to the tower and whatnot for Rise of Iron and everything, there is speculation that they will... And they're also adding stuff back from Destiny 1. I feel like one of the biggest things, uh, the problem with Destiny 1 for me is just like the, the lack of social spaces or like the differences. Like Destiny 2 had three different social spaces. So, so Destiny 1 had three different social spaces. Yeah. And each of those had different activities and you could do it. And there's difference, right? You didn't just keep... Well, you the... had Fell Winter's Peak, you had uh, the Tower and you had uh, the Reef. Those were the three social spaces. And all of them, I love Fell Winter's Peak because they all had like different secrets. And trying to climb up the Fell Winter's Peak was one of the fun things to do because it's it's incredibly difficult and people just kept falling off. And you every now and again, when you're just standing still, you could just hear <laughs> as someone falls off and dies. But it, it gave it variety just... for the game. Yeah. Um... Whereas Destiny Two has just the tower, which is bigger and more exploratory. Like there are secrets to be found, but they're not as interesting as the. Because uh, I was playing, I went back to Destiny 1 and I went to the tower and people still didn't realise that you can hit a button on the top of uh, the railing to get the fan on top of one of the buildings to go on and off. And it was just funny just to see people standing on the roof and then just hit the button and see people jump off and then look confused as fuck. <laughs> and I was just like, this is great. Because people could, people were trying to figure, I, I timed it so that when someone went past something, it went off. And so I just saw someone just try and run around in a circle trying to set it off. And every time they went past a specific point, I just hit it and just it went up. And it was just the funniest thing to watch people get confused. But I do enjoy the tower. I just don't like the farm. No, the farm's pointless. I mean, I like the start of it. So I joined the campaign, you joined the farm, and it's like, oh yeah, the tower's over. I think they should have just got rid of the tower and kept the farm. Yeah, I would, I would back that. And then make a different location instead of the tower. Because as much as I like the tower, it does seem pointless to get rid of it and then bring it back at the end. That's true. And then and then just have the farm as like a home base that no one ever goes to because it's not the... Because they make it go into the earth. They make it on, like it's on earth and you don't have the option to... Um, it's not on the home page anymore. So it's just like, well, I'll just go to the tower then because I can do everything. There's no big... Fi- like. The reason why you went to Phil Winter's Peak was because Lord Saladin was there. Yeah. The reason why you went to the Reef was because Varix was there, or the Queen's uh, guard lady. What's her name? Do you remember the name of the Queen? Oh, Petrovenge. Yeah, Petrovenge. She was there, and you got different things. But the 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 um, what uh, what's the the what's the fucking name of the one in the field? The farm. The farm, yeah. Yeah, the farm. Why did that blank on me? I've said it like so many times. But the farm um, is basically the same as the tower, but has less stuff to do and less people. Cause it's pointless. It's just it's just Hawthorne, the Cryptarch lady, and uh, occasionally I think 
you can find Zavala and uh, Korra there. But that's it. You don't get um, any differences between, like, uh, the, the, the Drifter. You don't get Amanda Holiday there, I don't think. You don't get any other characters that are, like, specific to that area that give you benefits. Mm. Like, everyone is in the tower. And it's just pointless to have that. And and the, the activities that you can do there are quite fun. But once you do them once, there's no point doing them again. Like the running around with the jump extra and the the parkour sections are quite good. But other than that, the football thing is fine. But there's the football thing in the tower anyway. Yeah, it's all pointless now. I hope they get rid of it, actually, in the big update. Yeah, I think it's pointless to have the, t- the, the farm if you have the tower. And they don't have Fell Winter's Peak anymore, which was fun. Like, Fell Winter's Peak had Lord Saladin. I mean, they might and back you then. had to go. I hope they do because I want more. I want more winter places because there are not enough winter places. I think that's the thing. And it I know just um, need to add a bit more variety. It doesn't even need to be a lot. It just needs to be. At the minute, you've only got one thing to do. You've only got one. Yeah. Social space. I mean, you've only got one strike playlist really at the moment. I mean, you've got. I mean, yeah. You've got the, the, I do hate how they do. It's just not really there. And then multiplayer's I think is quite had quite a good overhaul. They 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 definitely simplified it down to get more people because their biggest problem was that it was a hardcore game. Like you had to be a hardcore sort of, well quotation marks hardcore gamer because I'm not a hardcore gamer but I enjoy this game like hell. Um you had to really put the hours into the game and they've realized that a lot of people were dropping off because of that or would come back every time a DLC dropped but wouldn't stick around after the DLC and they'd done all the campaign and everything. Yeah. So they tried to simplify it to get more people to stick around basically and then they realized that they pissed off the hardcore players by making it too simple and then they had to try and balance that out and they 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 really ruined the um supers which i'm hoping they're improving with the new update because i've seen bits and pieces i haven't seen the full thing because i watched their docu thing where they were highlighting everything and it does look a vast improvement because they've got like modifications it's a hybrid and everything yeah, it's a hybrid between the first one and the second one. Because the second one is so simple. You get like nine options. Whereas the first one was like multiple different benefits and extras and all that. And, and you actually had to earn them. And it was a lot harder to earn them because you actually had to do progression. And it was like little circles and you actually got like a thing. And then you had three different options on each circle. And it was like a long line of like nine different... Nine times twelve or whatever it is. It's just massive. And I like I like that. Vastly more of a um, variety in the uh, first game. I was going to say, at the moment, Destiny 2 is sort of the king of looter shooters. Like... Yeah, it was. it's the biggest one, and it's the one that most people would classify as the big... It's the same thing as World of Warcraft did, as it took over that genre. Destiny's taken over... Well, there was an art... We, didn't we find an article recently that was basically... It, because of Marvel's Avengers and all of the other ones coming out, and they've all sort of failed to get the attention that Destiny 2 did. Uh, it was basically that Destiny 2 was crowned the king of looter shooters. I, no, no, no game that I can think of compares to it, because Marvel's Avengers I enjoy, but it's kind of an empty game. There's not much to do. It's a lot of the same stuff. It's a lot of narrow corridors, and it's a bit clunky in terms of the actual mechanics. And I think that's because Square Enix is like a third party, uh, third person studio. Like it's all third party, uh, third person, not third party. Um, 
third person shooting. And I don't think third person is as good to play in a... Like, I get it from a superhero perspective because you want to see your character and you want to see them. But I think if they'd done first person, it would have been better. Yeah. In my opinion. Because Destiny has the option of third person and first person. Basically, when you're in a social space, you get third person. And then when you're in the social... Uh, the actual game, it's first person. And I think that benefits it highly because you get the benefits of both because you can go to the tower and you can show off your costume and you get to see it. And that's the whole point of Destiny is to get loot and show it off. Whereas in Marvel's Avengers, the items that you get aren't cosmetic. They don't change the costume unless you change like the costume skin. So you get, for for the Marvel's one, you get the option to change the skin type so it changes it from like the red and gold on iron man to black and gold yeah but then if you get any of the attachment things they don't change the costume no so none of the none of the actual one of the things that i was reading recently about uh the playstation 5 and one of the benefits to the haptic feedback triggers is a game like destiny 2 if bungie put the effort in every single gun that they had would have a different trigger and a different feel to the triggers and, I, and Destiny has such a vast variety of cool guns that if they did that, that would be sick. And I was just thinking if they did it, it would be incredibly cool. I think the only times they might do that is for weapon variants. So for like you've got bows and probably assault rifles, scout rifles, and um, pistols will be all about the same. Snipers might be a bit different, the shotguns might be a bit different. And then maybe to make them different for the exotic variants. Well, I was thinking because they could do for like if you're if you um I was thinking if they really wanted to go full on it uh, every time because you can make your guns reload faster or fire faster. If you had the resistance of the trigger go down each time you upgrade your gun, like the resistance to fire your gun every time it went down, you upgraded your gun, there would be more of an incentive to upgrade your gun and the uh, the actual immersiveness of the game would be improved. I don't think they would do that because it's not a... Oh, it's a lot of money and it's a lot if of... If it's a first-party game, it makes sense to have that kind of progression system, but because... I still want but I still want my uh, PlayStation to buy Bungie. They won't do it, but I would have loved love it because it would just be the biggest fuck you to Microsoft if they, if they did it, because it would just be like your ex-highlighted game studio where you made your Halo your big selling... Thing, and then you've ruined it and burnt that to the ground by making Bungie hate doing Halos and you're struggling with Halo and Mike and PlayStation just comes out and buys your um ex big title launch game developer. But they won't do it because Bungie has just come out of a deal with uh Activision and has had I think a hundred and fifty million pounds pumped into it to make another game by a Chinese company. I'm looking forward to that. I wanna see what they're doing with that so godfall's coming out which looks amazing i i'm really looking forward to that i've pre-ordered it and i'm, I'm hoping it's good because with a loot shooter it's a hit or miss basically you're either gonna it's either gonna be a good one or it's gonna be a bad one and it's it's, it's an interesting one because it's not technically a looter shooter it's a looter slasher because it's not guns it's a sword and hammers and things so it, te- it, it technically classifies as a looter slasher rather than a shooter just based on not a gun it's an actual thing but it's the same mechanics and everything where you go and gather gear and you get higher level gears and 
it looks interesting. I'm definitely looking forward to playing it when it comes out, and I'll give a review when it comes out. I think the point is it's still a looter, right? You still got other, you got the grinding mechanic of it. Yeah, it's definitely one of those, but it's got it's more big boss focused and story campaign focused, whereas Destiny's more of a. I don't know how much because I don't I I've read I've seen different bits and pieces of the game, and from what I can tell, it's a very story sort of. I don't know if it's story driven. But it's definitely got a story that you're trying to get to the end of. I think the only way it could see it if it has if it's story driven. Because if it's got if you're trying to focus on multiplayer, it's not gonna do well. Destiny will overtake it. Yeah. Well there is a multiplayer aspect. You can do free people multiplayer. I don't know if it's got actual multiplayer elements to it. I don't know if you could go uh, they might add it later on if it's not already done where it's you get a crucible style figs. Destiny is more focused on sort of the multiplayer side of things now. Like raids and um, just PvP, PvE. It, it's still, it's all multiplayer focused. Story, Destiny 2, as much as people say it doesn't have a story, has one of the most in-depth stories ever. Because there are whole YouTube channels dedicated to um, de- deciphering the, crypt, uh, the Grimoire cards from Destiny 1. There's all of the secrets, uh, story clips coming out whenever you do certain missions and there's so much stuff. Like, I didn't even realize... Because when I was playing... Because I haven't fully committed to the latest season of Destiny 2. Um, but the... I didn't even realize Aldrin Soft came back from the dead. Oh, yeah, that happened at the end of um, Last Wish. That's one of... Yeah, it's it's a, it's a end credit thing to a uh, bunch of other story stuff you have to do in the game to get that, that visual. Um, and apparently the ghost that revived him is called Pork Pie, which has its own backstory because it was a ghost that was looking for a guardian for like years and years. And it's been across hundreds of different famous guardians have run into it and had stories about it. And it was it was just continuously looking at and it was it was kind of broken because it kept scanning things that weren't guardian like dead bodies. It was scanning like plant pots and things like that. And it just got the nickname Pork Pie. And so there's, 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 yeah, that's, that's, that's his ghost's name is Pork Pie. And, um, there's just hundreds and hundreds of pieces of lore. Every ship has like a lore tab now. And it's, it's, it, it, people mock that game for not having a story, but it's there if you look for it or you can earn it. And I quite like people that. People mock it because there's a short campaign. Whereas the actual lore behind it is massive. So I watched a four hour video on YouTube that went right back to the golden age and talked about it. They, they, the amount of detail that goes into the backstory rather than the actual campaign is incredible. The the stuff the the storytelling around the backlog of the 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 the, the like the you go into a room and there's like a bunch of burnt carcasses and stuff like that or there's just some like little notes hidden around the areas and it's just like yeah this is great. And I like I like, I like finding like little pieces of like dead ghosts around and you just find out their backstory and everything. As much as I like the lore of Destiny, I really hope this year they focus more on the future and sort of the darkness and everything. Oh, they're definitely going that way. Because they, they've got the three-year plan now, right? Uh, From what I can see, I think they didn't know what the darkness was at the beginning because it was always... That, that was always the mystery behind it. Yeah. They didn't have... Like, all of the um races were part of the darkness but they never had what the darkness actually was and then that end credit scene of uh the last one where it's you going into the world and then it's you facing yourself basically you remember that that. yeah 
that sort of thing is where it's the darkness is technically you and it's the balance between you and the darkness thing. I like that. I've sort of had this kind of put my conspiracy theory hat on and sort of the difference between the light and darkness powers. And I was thinking the light is more energy based and the darkness is more matter based. So if you think about the powers, all the powers are arcs, solar and uh, void. It's all energy. You're conjuring weapons out of energy. Whereas think about the new stasis one. It's ice. I am curious as to whether or not they'll add more variants to the darkness one so you'll get like a different... Because it's all freezing, sort of. Yeah, I feel like they're going to do one for each season. I'd hope so, because I'd love of six variations to the uh, the superpowers that you can get. And going back to sort of the, the energy and matter thing, energy and matter in the real world, one can become the other, right? And it this is in my head... Well, you can't destroy, you can't destroy energy, you can only... Yeah, same with matter. You can't destroy matter either. It would just transfer to other matter. Like, and you can only you can transfer matter to energy and energy to matter. So it's like it's two constants in the universe, the same as in Destiny universe. Oh yes, yeah, the yin and yang. Yes, yeah, the yin and yang of the universe. But yeah, uh, do you want to talk about? Do you want to keep talking about Destiny, or do you want to move on to like Division and other ones? Because I know you've played a bit of the Division. I never finished it. No. I dropped off of the division. I was excited for the division when it came out. I pre-ordered it and I got a bunch of other people onto it to play it. And then the division was kind of ruined for me because we have a fr- we have someone we know who kind of takes games very seriously. But you know who I'm talking about, but the audience doesn't, and that's always a bit of a mystery to keep people engaged. Um, but he knows who he is. Um, and so we were. We we me and my group play, had a um, rule that we wouldn't play the game because it's a leveling up game and you have to, and it it's it scales the the level of the enemies to the people who are like the high. It tries to balance the levels between the highest and the lowest uh, players, basically. And so if you're if you're a low level character, you get like low level enemies. But if you're a high level character, you get high level enemies. But if you're playing with a higher level player and you're a lower level player, you kind of get middle of the road, but they're still more powerful than you. So basically what happened was we had an arrangement that we wouldn't play the game without the other people. And if we did, we'd go to only a certain level above where we were standard, because then it wouldn't cause too much problems later on when we were all playing together. And basically what happened was we did that and then one of our friends went, nah fuck it and just went ham into it and played the full game and basically leveled up and maxed up and then i couldn't do that because i didn't have enough time in the in days and weeks coming up to it and then it basically became impossible to play with that person and i was just like nah fuck this and then just dropped off the game and went back to destiny 2 basically because i was just like well i can destroy pretty much anyone in destiny um actually no it wasn't destiny 2 it was destiny 1 that's why i went yeah, because Destiny 2 wasn't out at the time. No. The Division launched... People thought that... Uh, he thought that the person who I'm talking about thought Division came out before Destiny and said it was a rip-off of Destiny. And I was just like... No, uh, that the Destiny was a rip-off of The Division. And I was just like, Destiny came out before The Division. Like, <laughs> Destiny is one of the... So it's not really a rip-off if they're both looters. That's just a genre of game. It's like saying Fortnite's a rip-off of COD. Or the other way around. Like, it's just a genre of a game. The Battle Royale of Warzone is a ripoff of... It's, it's a genre, yeah. But it's like, well, the Destiny did this and this was first. They're very different games. Yeah. But it, I, I don't know. He's, he. But you going back to Destiny 2 after dropping off, 
Destiny 1. Destiny the game. Yeah. Does that raise the question of will Destiny get dethroned anytime soon? Like, is Godfall or any I'd new be... news actually going to challenge it? Because I don't think it will. I can't see any coming up that would dethrone it. Because I was looking at a game called Outriders, which is coming out this year. And it looks very similar to Destiny. But I can't see it dethroning it. Because I don't see the push behind like the marketing or... The, I think Luda Shooters is a very niche market of gaming anyway, because it takes a lot of effort to be good at, like, even the biggest franchise in the world, besides maybe Star Wars, couldn't do it. Uh, the Avengers one. Like, that's struggling to keep its player base happy and actually continuing to stick around. And I think, I think for a Luda Shooter, if you don't get the game right at the launch... It takes fucking ages to get the audience back at the the neck. The... I think Destiny was sort of lucky in a way. Well, Destiny, Destiny, fa- uh, Destiny was kind of a failure in Activision's eyes, which is why they brought out Destiny Two instead of continuing to build on Destiny One, because they they went well. We've got a big enough player base to warrant a sequel, um, and then they went well. Rather than continue to build it, we'll we'll franchise it and we'll get we'll we'll update it and we'll make it newer and we'll make it simpler rather than trying to convince people to go back to destiny we'll try and convince them to go destiny 2 and we'll simplify it we'll make it a bit more easy we'll put more effort into the campaign at launch and we'll 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 make it so that we have to strip everyone of all their progress in destiny 1 so you don't have to carry everything over from destiny 1 you don't have to have played destiny 1 to play destiny 2 basically and that was the big problem I had with Destiny 2 at launch, is I really wanted all my stuff from Destiny 1 to carry over. I really wanted all of my stuff and all my progress to still be there, but you just cap it at a lower level and just have more powerful people at the top of it. Um, but yeah, I think your biggest problem with a looter shooter is you do have to have a good launch. Because every like if you don't have the good launch, you don't get the hardcore player base then once people try and drop in, like the Marvel's Avengers game is having people struggle to find other people to play with because it's losing people. And like on PC, it's not getting enough players. There's not enough players playing the game. And with a looter shooter, they're basically heavily multiplayer games. Like you need to be able to play with friends. You need to be able to find matches for Crucible or like if the place drops, then you don't have a game basically. And a lot of them, like Anthem, basically died because you couldn't play it and everyone just dropped off. And even if you were playing it, at at one point or another, you you had to kind of go, well, I can't find anyone to play matches with. And so you just... I know someone who 100%ed that game. And even they went, it was incredibly difficult to find people to play with. And... And at the end of it, they were just like, well, fuck it, I'll move on to something else. And that's the, the entire appeal of a looter shooter is it's meant to be an ever-evolving game where people are continuously playing it. If you fuck up and people aren't playing it... Like, Destiny had big problems where people dropped off. Like, every update, people dropped off. I think off. they've got better now, the seasons. Yeah. 
Well, they because there were mass like Destiny one at launch, massive content delay, like content droughts, where there wasn't new stuff being updated. Whereas now, they're updating it every like week and yeah. making improvements well, I think and big fixing updates it. Like every and three months or something. Yeah, there's a big update every three months, and then someone comes, everyone comes back in droves, and then because it's such a good game, people kind of stick around for a little bit longer, and then I think. Also, the the load terms in Destiny are horrendous, and that was also. I don't a think that's such a Destiny problem as much as just a hard drive problem. Well, it's fine on my PC. My PC loads in thirty seconds. That's Destiny two, Destiny one though. Destiny one, like the the big problem, the big deterrent of that was it's it was the same problem with Anthem, huge load times, and then even then it would fail for Anthem. It would fail to even load you into games or find people to play with, and the games were just buggy and. It wasn't fun to play, and it, the flying around in Anthem was yeah, fun. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Like the actual, the actual um, suits and everything, and the things were fun, but the customization was crap. Like they, they, they had a big emphasis on the customization of the game, but it wasn't. There wasn't really anything to do. None of the guns were interesting. Like Destiny's biggest selling point is its guns. Like they're just all over the place. You can get guns that fire lasers. You can get fun guns that there's the tracked cannons. There's the bows. Like they've got a wide variety of weapons. It, you, it, there's a pl- different playstyle for different people. All of the uh, superpowers and everything are different. You can play as different ones. There's like they've got vast majority of stuff that you can do and play. So it it fits different players. Like there's the will of the wisps or whatever. We need to do that, by the way, because otherwise <sighs> we need to get back onto that. But I need you to go on fucking PlayStation, not fucking PC, because it's not crossplay. Uh, I've got twelve days left of PS Plus. Well, you got to get on it then. I'm trying to think. Division 2, I just dropped off immediately after it's launched. Like, I bought that game and then it was just like, well, it's it's buggy as fuck. I have a video showing off the uh, glitches and everything that I encountered. Um, like, de- the, the release of. And I think it's just a Ubisoft problem. Because Ubisoft has a terrible history of releasing games unfinished with... Uh, bugs and everything it they, they do release very buggy games because they've kind of just they've just become known for it so they just don't care enough to fix it and they just we've already got this reputation if we if we launched a game without bugs it wouldn't be ubisoft it's like the bezda bethesda effect because bethesda always just releases games that are full of bugs because they're just like eh, we're known for it why not we don't care our engine sucks like they're using a six-year-old uh like a engine from like the oblivion days but it's just been a frankenstein mesh of new parts and everything and it's called the creation engine now but it's still partly their old engine just slightly modified but they know ne- uh, whatever um i'm trying to think of other ones borderlands i've not played borderlands properly no nah, neither have I. I i want to though i've i i've got i've got the games on my pc yeah, I own them. I just haven't played them. I want to play them, but they're just... They're also, again, games that are multiplayer. And you just need to get people to want to play them. Otherwise, it's just pointless. Because I don't want to play with randoms, because randoms are idiots and don't know what the fuck they're doing. And I can't be asked to talk to random people. Do you have anything more to say about Destiny? Well, uh, yeah, nothing else left, I think. You haven't played the Avengers one, have you? I did play the beta. And I did like it. But like, things, it's that point I got to. It's like, this is a looter, and... If it wasn't a looter, I would have played it. I would have bought it. But because it was a looter, I was like, I would rather play Destiny 2. Yeah, I don't know why they made the Avengers 1 a looter. I was enjoying it, but it does... It, I haven't finished it yet, and I could, I just can't keep going. I just haven't gone back to it yet. And it does... 
I want to, but I just there's no desire in me to play it. And I am the biggest Iron Man fan, and I love playing Iron Man, and I want to play Iron Man in any game that's possible. It's why I wanted to get Anthem because that was the closest thing I could get to Iron Man in a game. And both of the games that have had Iron Man sort of style games have failed me, and I'm just like, <sighs> it's a pain. But yeah, shall we move on? I think so. Let's move on to the weird, wacky, wonderful. The weird, wacky, wonderful world. No, that's not our. That's that's not our intro. Try again. Do again. Do it on off the spot. Do it. Um, welcome to the weird, wacky, wonderful world. Wow. Okay. Just do your segment. Uh, anyway. Just do your segment. Good. I got three news stories for you today. Number one. A new photos have reignites the hashtag fake Milena conspiracy theory. Oh, right. Yep, yep. I've seen uh, this. The, this is the conspiracy theory that... It really doesn't look like her. I don't know what it is, but it does not look like her. Do you think it looks like her? Not really. It does look a bit odd, doesn't it? It's like a completely different face structure, isn't it? Like, I wish she's had incredibly high Botox implants or something. But, it, like, she's always wearing glasses, isn't she? Like, sunglasses? Yeah. Like, you can't cl- get a clear shot of her face, and I'm just like, what is this? Much be shadows or anything. But of course, this is the theory that uh, White House use body, body doubles. Well, I think she might have, because still, she still has coronavirus, doesn't she? Yeah. Supposedly. And that's why the body double is there, because... But I like I like the... um. There's a video of her, ki- uh, her kissing him, like... And they and this uh they added an update patch to the Melania, <laughs> <laughs> an affections pack, and it's just like hmm. But yeah, what's your next one? Unless you have anything more to say. Uh, raccoons break into bank and steal biscuits. Biscuits, not money. What biscuits? Do- what bank has biscuits? What use would a raccoon have money? I there's a entire game genre of Sly Cooper, which is a PlayStation game, and it's a raccoon stealing money, Dan. They have reasons to steal money. Uh, so two raccoons have broken into a bank in Redwood City, California. The two furry thieves didn't take cash. Does America... Oh yeah, America gets raccoons, don't they? I, 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 thought, I, I was thinking of Britain. Britain's got badges, which America doesn't have. And foxes. And America's got... Uh... Yeah, so the two furry, furry thieves didn't take cash, but almond biscuits. They were spotted red-pawed by a customer using the cash point at Pennsylvania Bank early one morning. The, they were in the bank break room eating a tin of almond cookies, said the American Society of Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Well, you know they're not um, black and noir then. No. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. Also, they're wearing... Shut up. <laughs> uh, also, they're um, they're already... They're, I guess they couldn't see the faces because they've already got their masks on. Cause... Anyway. What's your next one? All right, final one. Uh... A cathedral has live-streamed a memorial service for a stray cat. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So Southwark Cathedral has conducted a memorial for a beloved stray cat that wandered into the building in 2008 and lived there for 12 years. The dean of the cathedral produced a live-stream of the service in memory of Dawkins Magnificat. That sounds like a fucking Cats the Musical character, because they're all just, like, I don't remember. I watched Cats when it came out, and that was a garbage movie. Uh, I watched that at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I'm not watching that film. It's terrible, don't. It is absolute garbage. 
I, I, I went to watch it out of sheer morbid curiosity to see, oh, it can't be that bad. No, it is. It is that bad. It is that bad. It is genuinely atrocious to watch. Um, and I'm like, it's still not as bad as the leader of Battle Angel, but it is terrible. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. That's all you've got for today. That's it for today, I think. Then I think we've wrapped up. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to check us out on social media, I'm at Frankenstein. Dan doesn't have social medias. Oh, I have Twitch. You have a Twitch now. I have. Uh, well, it's about time. Yes. So go, Gaslight go him up. into thinking it's a good name, everyone, because I came up with that, and I think it's hilarious. Um, and also, I'm on uh, Frankenstein Gaming on YouTube, and I'm just at Frankenstein on Twitch. Uh, also, uh, I should be putting up a few videos in the next couple days uh, uh, for my YouTube channel. I just got to get around to editing them down a bit and actually making them watchable. Uh, and then, if you want to email in, we're at TF and EPod. Uh, gmail uh, if you want to send in some questions and stuff for us to do we might add a comment section to this if you want to know anything about what well, what our thoughts and feelings and stuff are on you know something you want to talk, us to talk about you never know uh and that's about it what do you have anything planned for the next week i know you're doing poker tonight i have poker tonight getting pissed should be fun are you betting real money no oh. I'm i'm not good enough to do real money well, that's where you, you get everyone else drunk and you stay sober. Aye, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's your plan. Um, I think I'm just going to continue playing Watch Us Legion. Uh, we'll have, I'll probably end up watching the, well, by the time we next do this, uh, hopefully another episode of The Mandalorian will come out and we'll be able to do a little update on that. Uh, I don't know if anything else is coming out majorly. Next week is our uh, best games of the generation. Uh, I think from 2013 to 2020 is our our range of games that we can pick from. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Peace out, y'all. Bye.